morning and welcome to the new look two up top with myself gav mac and flo wolfram how are you dude good morning regarding the bundesliga match yesterday i'm not that good because my team was champions league but <laughs> seeing you in the morning is one of the best things so i'm oh fine. stop it oh <laughs> you make me feel so good when i feel so terrible myself hay fever's absolutely ruined me um of late but um but yeah i'm sure i'll be fine right uh, on today's show we are literally just breaking down everything that happened last night in the bundesliga um it's funny I say this, I haven't got my notepad, so um, <laughs> we'll, uh, <laughs> I can't believe I've done that, um, but um, but yeah, we'll, we'll be um, starting to break down some games, so um, let's talk about uh, about your boys, you uh, you got out there with a with a 1-0 win with Kevin Volland, who scored the opener, and it was the only goal of the game, I expected a little bit more from Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah, I believe the game ended when Gladbach scored the uh, the leading goal for them a couple of minutes later because uh, the players realized that they played very well in the first minutes, scored the goal, did what they had to do, and uh, when Gladbach started scoring, the, the game for Champions League was over. So the whole Leverkusen match or uh, Leverkusen match against Mainz was uh, was wasted after a couple of minutes, after ten minutes. Yeah, very it wasn't interesting anymore. Um, the, the, the goal was quite a lucky goal, wasn't it? You know, the, the bounce wasn't intended, but then he took it really well, Kevin Volland. Yeah, but it was also a piece of skill, I think. The way he uh, lets the ball pass through his legs. Oh, from Volland himself, yeah. But yeah. It's, it's the way the ball got to him in the first place, I felt was a little bit was a little bit lucky. But what, what, what Volland did with the ball at his feet was, was, was pretty good. Yeah, that's true. I'm um, with you. Big game for you guys next week. Uh, you got Bayern Munich in the in the Pokal final. Um, how can you see that one going? Oh, very difficult. But uh, we have nothing to lose in this game. Most of mm. uh, nine from ten matches Bayern Munich will win. So I hope this will be maybe the ten percent uh, chance for us to win a game. And it would kind of fit to Bayer Leverkusen to win a title in such an atmosphere. Now, when we the last time we won the DFB Pokal, it was '93 uh, against the yeah. second team from Hertha Berlin. So the oh. whole stadium, the whole country was against us. It's like, usually no one wants us to win a, t a title and now we win a title with no spectators in the stadium. So I've got a little hope. And I guess I'll be in, uh, in Berlin, although I uh, won't be at the stadium. Yeah, of course, social distancing um, still being measured completely. Um, so, yeah, you guys ended up uh, missing out on, uh, on the Champions League at the expense of Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uh, Gladbach, they won 2-1. Um, goals from Hoffman and Mbolo, which uh, which put the game to bed. And then, our lot's corner, as, as everyone knows, the evergreen Verdad Ibicevic at the end of the game there, because uh, he's just older than time, isn't he? <laughs> but um, but Mönchengladbach, you know, they, they were put back in the driving seat after after the slip-up from Bayer Leverkusen last week. And Butcher and Gladbach will now be playing Champions League football. Um, Hoffman, he he got himself on the score sheet again. That's a couple of goals in, the, in his last few games as well. And um, Bolo, he's looking like he's able to put a little bit of his injury issues aside now and able to 
to uh, to try and get a run in the side for for next season. What were your thoughts when Mbolo uh, changed the club to Borussia Mönchengladbach last summer from Schalke? Mm. Because he, what what were your thoughts about that uh, transfer back then? Well, well, Schalke. Who knows what Schalke are at the moment? Schalke, we, we've got a section on our English show called "What Are Everton," and we could also <laughs> we could probably ask the same thing for Schalke, really, because Schalke over the years they've been not they're not going to win the title anytime soon, but they've been up there challenging. They've they've qualified for Europe a few times, but they lot they let go of a lot of players this in, in the last like eighteen months. And someone of Mbolo's quality, they they really should be keeping hold of him. I know he's got injury issues and things like that, but there's been some names that have left Schalke over the last 18 months. And it's like, Schalke should really be counting themselves lucky that their early season form was was good enough because they would be in this situation where Dusseldorf or, or Werder Bremen are or Mainz, you know, waiting for the last game of the season to try and save themselves. I have to admit that uh, when Mbolo changed to Gladbach, I didn't expect him to uh, perform such a good season with the team. The thing is, he's, he was, he's almost he was quite like a, cheap. Yeah, he was quite cheap, but he's also a relatively bit part player as well, isn't he? Because end of the day, when Gladbach are playing full strength, they they will have two up top. Nice plug um, with <laughs> with um, Alisson Player and uh, um, Marcus Taram. So if you are Hoffman and if you are and Bolo, you need to remember that you're not going to start every game, but you also need to be able to perform when you are called upon. And both players have been able to do that. And I think that's really impressive. Yeah, that's true. And Gladbach absolutely earned uh, Champions League this year. 65 points. So it was a great season. Mm -hmm. And uh, 63 It's points also for Leverkusen, which were the best uh, fifth place in Bundesliga history. Oh, really? But uh, yeah was the most points before it was Hamburg with 61, I guess, 10 years ago. But 65 points, absolutely a quality team. I remember champions in Germany with 65 points. Wow, there you go. It's, it's a bit like in the Premier League, isn't it? You know, like uh, last season, Liverpool coming second with 97 points. You know, that would have stormed 20 of the of the 23 Premier League titles. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, you know, I, I remember um, when Man United won their treble season, they won the title on 79 points. You know, back in 99? Back in 99. Um, 79 points. Arsenal came second on 78. You know, it's just... Oh. Well, it's, you know, 78, you'd be pushed for, for, for a top four finish now with, with those sort of numbers. Um, one second. Uh, babe, can you grab my notepad, please? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> And and yes, uh, Tyrone, I am normally very organised. Uh, thank you very much for that. Uh, <laughs> I think I was just a little bit too excited with the new kit. So um, I just had to just get on with it. <laughs> thank you very much. And the squiggler as well. Uh, my glamorous assistant, good old Clary. Um, right. So, um, yeah, much, uh, much grab back. They are playing European football uh, in the Champions League next year. And um, I believe that they'll go straight into the group stage now as well, because Germany are one of the, the top tier uh, sides now. So all the top four will go straight into the group stage. Obviously, Bayern Munich will get their seeding. And who knows? Um, uh, Leipzig could get a seed in place as well if they go on and win the Champions League. Um, going back to Leverkusen for a couple of moments, um, you have got, is it, is it Rangers in the next round of the 
Europa League? <clears throat> what, what, exactly. how, do you, how do you fancy your chances of winning the Europa League? I'm pretty confident. Uh, pr pretty confident. We had a discussion yesterday with the lads, and Leverkusen has one of the best uh, possibilities. We have a good team, and what shouldn't be underestimated is the fact that the tournament is played in our region and that we play mm. in stadiums which are like, like a half an hour away from us. And the other teams have to travel to North Rhine-Westphalia and looking for a training ground somewhere, maybe have their training facilities at a, th a third or fourth league club, yeah. which aren't playing anymore. And we are very comfortable, we are in our home. We have our training facilities right next to the stadium. We have short ways, we have hotels, we have our routines. That's a huge, huge point for us. Mm -hmm. And we are very lucky to have a break now, I think. The players can rest for two weeks. It's quite okay. They won't lose any uh, any condition or something like that. And yeah. then we can, we can focus on the Europa League and go fresh and rested into the Rangers match. I'm sure we will win this match because we had a good uh, match at Ibrox and uh, Rangers have, I don't know, a break for five months, something like this. That, There's no excuses to well. win the match. Yeah, Rangers haven't been haven't been playing any football of late, whereas you guys have been out there playing competitive football and in a challenger position. So I, I think I think you'll 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 beat Rangers, and I, I think you've got a decent chance of making it. To and it's only three matches, three wins. Exactly, because it's all over one leg now. So yes, who knows? They, you could be playing Champions League football next year. So maybe, but uh, <laughs> the title the title is more important. Yeah. Very like true. Champions League, Champions League football is nice to have, but winning a title would be massive for us. We are lacking oh, for a title, title for nearly, nearly 30 years now. Wow. Well, I don't want to go through that like amount of time. Yeah, I was going to say. Very, very small. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, I'm an Arsenal fan, as you can see. We're, we're my uh, bruised banana on, and uh, I don't fancy going that amount of time without winning the trophy. Of, of of real importance you know i want to get a european trophy i want to win the league it's not going to happen anytime soon but you never know um the team that has won the league we all know they won the league already they won it about 24 uh, weeks ago was Bayern munich um uh, Bayern munich they they won in style to be fair uh 4-0 away from home at the Wolfsburg, who have slipped into seventh spot now. So now their, their season is going to be starting very, very early. Um, the goals came from, as you see on the screen there, Kingsley Koeman, uh, he, he scored the opener. Cuisance, just before half-time. Lewandowski with the penalty and, and Gerd, uh, Gerd Muller. <laughs> Thomas Muller, uh, <laughs> 11 minutes before time. Um, there was uh, a red card in that game as well. That was uh, a second yellow for uh i can't pronounce his name um <laughs> there you go thank you very much for uh for helping me out on that one um by munich we all knew that they were going to go out and win this game but um what i am quite surprised about is the fact that since they've won the title they've gone out relatively full strength every game yeah and that's the main difference between the team of uh, Borussia Dortmund and the team uh, Bayern Munich because Bayern Munich they have mentality they want to win every game uh, especially like Lewandowski who wants to score goals and goals to be become a top goal scorer Thomas Müller mm. wanted to assist because he uh, wanted to become the all-time top assistant assistant yeah that's right well, he's in, got that record uh, now in Bundesliga history yeah and that's the difference between Bayern Munich and Wolfsburg they are always yeah. motivated they always uh, want to be the best they have huge uh, 
fight for the positions inside uh, the squad because everyone wants to play, so everyone has to play his uh, best game. And Borussia Dortmund, they're just like, I don't know, a lazy piece of shit from my point of view. What they played was uh, <laughs> yeah. unbelievable. Dortmund and Cologne, wow. horrible <laughs> character, horrible squad. <laughs> We're coming to those two teams in a bit because there's a little bit of embarrassment going on there, I tell you. Um, the pick of the goals had to be Cuisance. Um, is, is it that from about 25 yards out? Um, what a strike that was. Um, Lewandowski, yes, as I said, from the spot. Um, the second yellow that was given. And then, yeah, Muller, he, he, he found his way on the, end to, uh, on the end of a cross and was able to get on the score sheet as well as get, in, uh, get himself an assist. And I thought that was... Uh, that, that was he... he, he is is a brilliant player still. He's one of those players where he doesn't excel at anything in particular, but he's an all round good player. I remember. Like, I'm not really a big FIFA fan, but I remember his FIFA card, and it was like it was, it was like 91, but nothing was really hard. <laughs> nothing was particularly you know? good. Yeah, yeah. No, because like, he pace. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he can't. He has no strength. He can't He's got no. Yeah, he's got nothing. Like, his fitness is okay. Like, but somehow it all just moulds together and makes him a brilliant footballer, and it works. And yeah, Bayern Munich they they held, they took no prisoners whatsoever, and they and they're going into the 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 game next week in a lot of form. I know it's a one-off game, so it's just uh, just dependent on on which Bayern Munich mentality turns up. I'm going to find it really difficult seeing uh, seeing a Leverkusen win, but I'm behind you. I'm behind you. I'll uh, I'll support you as much as I can, Flo. You know what I mean. Um, what, <laughs> um, you were talking about mentality. One team that seriously lacked mentality. Uh, Borussia Dortmund, and I've always had a bit of time for uh, Borussia Dortmund. So I love Jurgen Klopp. Uh, I, I don't like Liverpool, but I love Jurgen Klopp, and I don't think anyone is secret to that. Um, they lost four 0 at home to Hoffenheim with four goals from from Kramerich. And uh, Hoffenheim now with that victory leapfrog Wolfsburg into sixth spot, and they are now the uh, the leaders of uh, of Europa League in that situation. There, uh, they'll be able to get into the group stage. Uh, no, they're not um, because Leverkusen they're in the in the group stage, aren't they? Because obviously by coming fifth. Um, but we need to we need to have yeah. an inquiry uh, into into uh, into Borussia Dortmund and find out what the hell has gone on here because Dortmund started off really well and they almost scored quite early on from the corner where uh, where Julian Brandt's flicked it on and the goalkeepers had to come out and make a really good save because Haaland's at the end of that ready to ready to stab it home and then only a couple of moments later literally I think it was the same attack um, Kramerich from 22 yards out thought no I'm having this and um, it's gone straight past Berkey for 1-0 for, for and he scores again to make it two. He's, he's read the offside trap really well there. And then a brilliant slow motion cutback, um, which found which found Kramerich again for his hat-trick. I know it was game over at 2-0, but then the penalty is so... Da- oh, that is... that. How can you be given a penalty Savage. for that? What? But the, 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 how you uh, took the penalty was, uh, was better. Oh, I love yeah. That. Very true. But <laughs> no look can, penalty. Can, can you can you blame Buke, uh, Berkey a little bit on that? I, I, he's, he's got hands on it. It's sort of gone underneath him. Yeah, it looks very terrible for the goalkeeper because uh, if the scorer isn't uh, the goal scorer isn't watching uh, 
looking at the ball. It wasn't yeah. a good penalty. It was just like wasn't very strong. It was uh, in, in the same corner. It's unlucky. Like like Buffon in 2016, the yeah. European uh, Champions quarterfinal against Germany when uh, Jonas Hector scored a horrible uh, penalty. Mm-hmm. I know that's that's the only time where a goalkeeper looks bad if the ball flips uh, underneath him. Yeah, very true. I um yeah, I, I wrote on my notes. Um, it's or it's an awful attempt to make a save. It's I was I wasn't very happy about that, but um, he did make himself uh, make up for it. He made two really really good saves not long after that. One in particular from Scoff shot. Um, he's got down very very quickly and be able to bat that around the corner. Now, if that was what if it was one nil to Dortmund and he made that save at the 90th minute, people would be talking about that save. For years to come, but it already made his uh, made his mistakes from beforehand anyway. So I think that's where uh, where he sort of gets let down a little bit. Um, yeah, and talk- although he uh, conceded four goals, he was in the squad of the week after yesterday's match day from uh, from Sky. Let's talk about Union Berlin uh, because Union <laughs> <laughs> Berlin they 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 condemned. Uh, Dusseldorf to the drop with a 3-0 win. Uh, so Dusseldorf, they now landed in 17th place and they will be playing Bundesliga Football Spy next year. Um, Uja, um from from a corner, uh, it was, I'll, I'll put shock because how often do Union Berlin score from set pieces? Now, such a set piece team is unreal. I think that I think that's their ninth goal from a corner or, or tenth goal from corners this year. Um, but it's the best chances they get because they're not a good team. Um, it was it needed a bit of goal on technology uh, initially to prove that it was Uja's goal, uh, but it was bundled in just after anyway. So we all knew that that goal was going to stand. Um, Gentner. Um, with Uja's assist. I, I don't really like Uja. He's not one of those sort of like cult heroes, but he's not a very good footballer. Nah, he isn't. And uh, when he had the first opportunity to switch to uh, to China to gain a little more money, he took this one in uh, five or six years ago. Mm. Struggled there like every player struggling in China and uh, came back to Bundesliga. And I, I don't know what, uh, what the team see in him. He's just like uh, average. It's just a lump. It's, it's, but it's not a good lump either. I mean, like the, I, I had to mention him because um, the actual finish from Gentner was really good, but it just—I I, I think Uja was like sort of like trying to take it into his stride and then do something. It just bounced off him and fell in the path of Gentner. And it's like, mate, you didn't actually plan to do that. But he'll like on on, on records, it will show that it will be an Uja assist. And it's yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, who knows? Uh, great left foot strike, but yeah, it was a goal. Um, the, the the final goal <laughs> from Abdullahi, it was almost like that they didn't want to do it because the counter attack. It was it was um, it was it was hanging on the on the right hand side. It was like Becker who had it on the right hand side, and he was slowly walking with the ball. It was like eighty ninth minute, ninetieth minute. It's like no, I don't really want this, but then. He found Gentner, who laid it off to Abdullah, and I was like, "That's actually pretty good." Uh, I think I think Dusseldorf already knew what was happening at that point. They they didn't look like they were part of the game in any way, shape, or form, did they? No, no, they didn't. They were very desperate at the end. I believe after the 80th minute, the uh, goalkeeper 
came forward with every uh, opportunity he had, mm. every corner which was taken. Oh, uh, just lost flow there. I'm sure we'll be back in a couple of moments. Um, there he is. <coughs> <laughs> Don't know what happened there, son. Welcome back. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Nothing to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. And they're condemned to the drop. Um, and they are they're, they're down. And, and the team that are uh, that that are going to be playing in the in the playoff game. Before we talk about the playoff game. Because there's a massive game today, isn't there? Armenia Bell Bielefeld at home against Heidenheim, who are currently in fourth place, uh, currently in third place. Um, fourth place, third place. I'll get I a table. Heidenheim are third. Yes. Yeah. So a win will guarantee them uh, a playoff place against Werder Bremen, who. I don't know which Bremen side turned up yesterday, but they absolutely slapped Cologne 6-1. Um, goals from Masako, we got a bracer. Rashika, Fulkrug, uh, Klaassen and Sargent all um, scored uh, for, for Bremen. And uh, there was one that was brought back by Drexler for Cologne. But um, Werder Bremen were on the front foot from the get-go and they they went for it didn't they they did but uh as i mentioned before what cologne uh, was playing in this match is uh was an absolute shame yeah absolutely uh, just and also in an objective way everyone knows i hate cologne because they're all rivals but the way they were playing uh, such a shame it's such an important match and the goalkeeper timo horn who's originally from the town and cologne and Düsseldorf are also big rivals also the cities yeah. was saying in advance like ah okay it would be better if, if we lose so Düsseldorf could uh, relegate yeah and then he concedes the second goal where he jumps in the completely opposite direction <laughs> yeah i was thinking that i was thinking uh, that when i, I saw it it's like hold on a minute what brown envelopes are knocking around here <laughs> I, I have lost the last tiny piece of respect I had for this this club and this players. Unbelievable. <laughs> Flo's head's gone. Bremen, uh, Bremen did a good job and they, they played patient and they, you, you saw in their eyes that they wanted to stay in the Bundesliga. But yeah. um, Cologne not, is just a piece of shit. I mean, Osako, I, I quite like him. To be honest, there's, there's, there's not many Bremen players that I don't really like. Um and it just frustrates me when I see them play like this. It's like, where were you at the beginning of the season? Where was your passion? Where was your drive? Where was, where, where was your determination when you were losing silly games or dropping points at, play, at, at, at Frankfurt or at, at Paderborn and things like that? Do, do you know what I mean? It's just, I, 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 didn't, I didn't understand it. Why, why, why have they waited until now so to speak but um they, they scored two goals in the last 10 home matches and now they score six and one so yeah exactly. say, possible? um the third goal was my favorite goal um the full Kroig. is that the full Kroig one yes yeah. the full Kroig one and where, where he sort of like cut it back across and it, and it sort of like hit it it's not really on the volley as such because it was like bouncing, but it hit it first time just as just on the skid. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty tidy, that is. Um, Rashika had a really good game. He got himself on the score sheet. He made a couple of really good runs as well. Um, 
And then, yeah, Asako made it 5-0 with a cutback. He hit it first time. That was nice. And then uh, I don't think they had any form of panic when Drexler made it 5-1 on the counter-attack. But um, Sargent made, made sure it was put to bed. And, um, yeah, the, just the determination in that build-up for that goal. I was like, wow, you really, you really do want it. And, ah, uh, uh, yeah, it was, it, it, it was nice. It was nice to see. Um, but, yeah. Bremen, they will be playing what looks like Heidenheim if they if they pick up a victory today. But is it Karlsruhe in fourth? It's Hamburg in fourth. Hamburg in fourth, and sorry, I, yes. I, I hope, uh, of course, Hamburg will uh, will be able to uh, go on the playoff spot. Yeah, you want Hamburg, by the way. The matchup Hamburg against Bremen would be massive in the, in the Oh, playoffs. my God, yeah. What, what a shame that there won't be any fans for that game because that, I, I'm sure there will be that's a, will that's be a Bundesliga game that, that is yeah, a big is. Bundesliga game and that, that's got a lot of rich history both teams have got lots of success from back in the day especially in the early 80s yeah both European Cup winners Hamburg Champions uh, Cup winner 83 Bremen Cup win, Cup winners Cup winner in uh, 93 I yeah. know Hamburg was champion in the, in, the, in the early 80s afterwards. Bremen was two two big numbers, two big names in German football. In, in the all-time Bundesliga uh, table, it's like Bremen is third, Hamburg is fourth. And uh, two, and now two massive names, <laughs> two, two cities who have to play or deserve to play in the Bundesliga. And now they maybe play the playoff match. Yeah, it's a shame, it's a shame because one of them will not be playing Bundesliga football next year. And... Yeah, I'd rather it be, uh, to be honest, I'd rather it be Heidenheim versus Bremen because Bremen have more chance of winning that. Um, <laughs> I think I think they I think they need to stay up. They're, they're, they're a good side. I do like them. Um, Frankfurt, Frankfurt. Let's talk about Frankfurt. Um, they were three two one uh, three two winners over Paderborn, who are already relegated. We know that anyway. Um, Seb Roda, favourite strikers. Oh, my favourite favorite strike duo, uh, Andre Silva and Bas Dost, both got on the score sheet. Christ alive, honestly. What I'm actually looking for, what I'm happy about being the last game of the season is the fact that I haven't got a look at Bas Dost or Andre Silva until the new season. You will will see them at least maybe uh, maybe one time in the Europa League when they play against Basel, the, the rematch. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, see how that one goes along. Rhodes' goal. Um, he struck that quite nicely, but it was a clash of heads. So I think the referee should have stopped play because it was head injury uh, for two players, two two defenders for Paderborn that were down on the on the ground in the in the box. Got to stop the game immediately. Yeah, maybe, but I guess it was just too fast for the referee to react. You know, you have the situation they they're both fighting for the ball in the air. Ball mm-hmm. comes down to Rode and Rode immediately tried to to score and scored. I if I would have been the referee, I wouldn't have uh, stopped the game. Yeah, you would have got because absolutely mad down if I'm refereeing that game. I'm stop. I'm stopping. I'm stopping the game. Head injury. As soon as the ball, as soon as you realise it's head injury, you've got to stop the game dead. Don't matter where the ball is, you've got to stop the game dead and find but out what's going on. Fast to to realise the referee. Yeah, yeah. If he hasn't realised, he hasn't realised. Would have been too fast that. for me. Yeah. But um, it depends how much money I had on the game. Joking. Um, but um, yeah, Andre Silva, uh, he scored. Uh, it's typical Andre Silva at the moment. Just, you know, 
is inside six yards. He just seems to be left in space now. So I don't know whether that's really good movement or the fact that he's playing against absolute dross. I like to say it's option two because I can't bring myself to admit that he's done really well since the restart. I, I, haven't, I haven't got it in me to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he scored uh, for Frankfurt this year, 25 games in the Bundesliga, 12 goals, five assists, which is a pretty decent statistic. Yeah, exactly. And, and none of those goals, I believe, have come since the restart. Yeah. Which is pretty damn impressive. I'll have to give him that. Uh, Bas Dost. Bloody hell. Um, but to be fair, it's another good start. The amount of goals that were scored this weekend where it was... This This is how I play FIFA uh, because I'm not very good at doing all this finesse stuff. I haven't got a PS4 or anything like that. I haven't had, one for, I haven't had a PlayStation since a PS2. But when I do play FIFA, because the buttons are still the same and there's just so much complication now, what I do, I run down the wing, I cut it back and I just sweep it home. And the amount of goals that were scored like that this weekend in the Bundesliga, there was well, we're gonna, well, there was a couple in the in, in the in the Bremen game. There was one here with Bastost. There was one in the in the Bremen in the in the in the Berlin game, um, in in the Bayern game. Literally, just on the edge of the eighteen-yard box on the on the on the goal line, just cutting it back first time sweep. There you go, and that was three 0 um, Drago made it three. Um, 3-1 and then Michelle made it 3-2 with a really smooth finish. It didn't really matter because the, the table was already panned out for Frankfurt and Paderborn. Paderborn remained rock bottom of the league. Uh, and then Frankfurt, they came ninth? Tenth. Yep. Ninth. Ninth. There you go. I haven't got a table today. Um, only two games left to talk about. Um, we've got Freiburg who were, were very, very good winners there against Schalke. But we all know, we all have this conversation about Schalke and what they're about and what they're, what they're well, not what they're trying to achieve, but they're not really trying to achieve a lot because they're getting rid of everybody left, right, centre. Um, Waldschmidt, he scored a brace. I quite like Waldschmidt. I think he's a good player. Um, Schmidt scored as well on 38 and Hula um, just after half-time. Um, Waldschmidt, can he make a move somewhere? I think so. He played a brilliant under-21 championship last year. Mm. And he has a lot of potential to develop. I think Freiburg was uh, at the moment the right club for him because it's calm down there and you have the, the time to develop yourself. And if not this year, I'm sure next year he will take the, uh, the next step to a bigger club in Germany. Maybe a club like, I don't know, Gladbach, Leverkusen. Those clubs could be interesting for him. Yeah, um, I think he's a very, very tidy player. Um, the, the way the way he finished it, uh, like sort of like on the on the bundle a little bit and uh, on on the bounce, and was able to to still find the back of the net. I thought it was. Uh, it shows a lot of intelligence for such a young lad. And um, yeah, I, I do like him. Um, the second goal, it looked like a, a training ground move, which went wrong, but somehow it just eluded everybody. <laughs> everybody and still found the back of the net quite quite surprised by that um hula made it 3-0 um poor poor goalkeeping and i just think if there's a team that are getting paid off at the moment i just think it's schalke <laughs> because there there's some real choice 
moves that they do. And I'm just thinking, that looks a bit suspect to me, mate. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was poor. And then Valspit, uh, very well taken. Um, you know, left peg across the goalkeeper. Made it 4-0. Um, what are Schalke going to do next year? Relegate. You reckon? You reckon they'll go down next year if they don't make if they don't make changes in terms of manage, uh, management um, management uh, personnel wise. The squad's just too young. They don't have any experience at all, do they? And they don't have any money to uh, to make the changes. the The whole club is is lying on the floor like the fans are rebelling against it because uh, all the leaders of the club are uh, now. <coughs> Sorry, the, the whole club is, um, I guess I said, it's laying off because uh, everyone who's in the top position, mm. the fans can't identify with them. They're doing bad work, like uh, Clemens Tönnies. I don't know if you, you guys in England heard about uh, the scandal in his uh, meat factory. Oh, what? what um... was like, he's like the president of Schalke and he's uh, a billionaire with uh, yeah. factoring uh, meat, like making sausages and so on. Yeah. And... His factory is uh, maybe a hundred kilometers away from Schalke, so in the in the north of northern Westphalia. Mm -hmm. And there was a huge corona outbreak in his yes, factory. Yes, yes. Oh, I, I didn't realize he I didn't realize he was the owner of Schalke. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did hear about that, and um, yeah, it's it's caused a a potential um, new new wave, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, your your, your whole... R numbers gone up to like one point seven nine or something, and. You know, you want to make sure that our numbers below one, like one being the absolute peak. So yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it's not great on that front. And he would have been the only one who uh, would maybe give Schalke a loan or something like that. But mm. no one wants him anymore in the club. The fans don't want him. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know. Schalke has lots of debts. They have uh, that no European football to um, convince players coming to Schalke. No, there's always trouble, always chaos. And just looking at the last couple of seasons, or the last two seasons, there were um, three or four were really bad. Like last year, they were lucky not to relegate. This year, as you mentioned, they were lucky to have the, the good form in, uh, before Christmas. Mm. And now they played, it's unbelievable, 17 games, one win. It's uh, horrible. It's not good enough. And that victory, I was thinking... You know what? They might have turned the corner. Yeah, they might have turned the corner, and they they looked they looked hungrier, and they looked more organised that day. And since then, they've they've just fallen off again. And it's so it's so weird. Some of the players that have played for Schalke over the years, some real big European names. I know some some of them were like towards the end of their career, like Raúl and things like that, but. You know, Manuel Neuer. You know, he was there. Um, mm. Who's your manager? Drexler. Who's you? You know, it's it's sad. Seat Kolasinac, the best of all. Wait. Well, to be fair, <laughs> that season, that his last season at Schalke, he was absolutely incredible. He was in the team of the year, weren't he? The Bundesliga team yeah. of the year. He's, he's quite a good uh, left back. And He also uh, filled in the centre mid a couple of times as well, yeah. didn't he? Um, yeah, and you signed him without without a fee. It's the best thing you can do. Yeah, and exactly. And Schalke is just so silly that they always, when they have good players, they're not able to give them 
a long-term contract when they're not in the squad. And since the day they come in the squad, the players play good, the contract ends and they leave. Like Nübel, Goretzka, I don't know. I was going to say that? Goretzka, All yeah, is another one. But like if you if you were to do um, like a best level, I normally do this with Palermo over the, looking at the Palermo sides over the years since I've been supporting them in two thousand and six. And if we were to keep our best players that whole time, we would actually be challenging for Syria. And there's no lie. If you look at that Palermo side, like defensively, we had like Andrea Bazzali, who's gone on to play for like Italy, win titles every year for Juventus. His his uh, his partner. At the back was Simon Kiar, who was at Wolfsburg for a bit. Christian Chicardo, right back, he was at Wolfsburg. World um, Cup winner. Yeah. World, World Cup winners, you know what I mean? Like, um, we've we've got, um, we, we had up front Cavani, uh, Luca Toni, uh, Paolo Dybala, you know, um, midfielders, we had uh, Pastore. Josep Ilicic, you know, some real top, top players. And now we're languishing in, in Serie D. Well, we just got promoted to Serie C. But you look at Schalke and just if you were to do a start at the best 11 of their players over the years, you, you they, would, they would be hard fought battling with, with Bayern Munich. They really would be. And now we're looking at next season potential that they might... It might be their last season in the Bundesliga for a while. Because if they go down, I can't see them bouncing back either. Yeah, and going down would just be a logical result in the development of Schalke. Because the whole mm. development is uh, is declining for years now. The, the second spot two years ago was just uh, I know, a slip. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's Schalke. There has got to be a giant inquest into Schalke in the pre-season. And um, the final game um, of of uh, our show, which we'll be talking about, is Augsburg 1, Leipzig 2. It feels weird, actually, not talking about Bayern Munich at the end. We'd like to leave them to the end. But um, I did. Want, I actually wanted to talk about them this week, so that's different. Um, but uh, yeah, Timo Werner, his last game for the club, uh, he got himself a brace. Um Classic Timo Werner goals, weren't they? Just playing off the shoulder, one-on-one, tidy finish. Yeah. And it's... Um, I know he has 222 Bundesliga games now. I would have mm. loved to see him playing in the Bundesliga for his whole career because he, he started so early, he could become maybe the... Uh, like player all-time appearance maker. Yeah, all-time yeah. appearance maker, exactly. Um, and also, I'm really. I understand why he wants to join Chelsea now, but he can't do anything. He can't. He can only train with him. He can't play any games or anything behind closed doors. Um, so, I'm really annoyed that he's left Leipzig and not just waited until the end of the Champions League campaign. Yeah, we were talking about mentality before, and yeah. this is a real, really poor mentality, poor behaviour. Yeah, I mean, like Chelsea fans will be excited by the prospect of Werner. You know, everyone's seen him. You know, he scored over thirty goals this year. But at the same time, if your loyalty is cut like that already, what's it going to be like in two, three years? You know, yeah, when well, maybe that... Real Madrid or something. Uh, wants, exactly. Wants him, yeah. 
yeah, a little sniff that Real Madrid want him is he's going to up sticks and go. That's not the type of player that you want at your club. But, yeah. you know, in the meantime, just go out and get what you need to get. And I'm sure that he will uh, he'll flourish at Chelsea, especially the way that Chelsea play. I, 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 like, I would like to see um, like a Pulisic on one side, Zayec on the other side, and then, and, and then Timo Werner. Or I would like to see maybe like a um, like a four four uh, like a four two four so to speak, um, but like the front four being almost like in a diamond. So you see like how uh, how Firmino is deployed at Liverpool. You know he sort of plays a bit deeper. He's not your focal number nine point. He comes back and like links up the players almost like a um, a false nine almost. You know, I could see Werner doing that sort of work as well because Werner, when he's playing for Leipzig, he could play anywhere on that front three and he will also come deep to win the ball and, and, and create things for um, for for his uh, for his forward players. So when when they've got um uh, um like Schick playing, he's able to, to be a hold up guy to to give the ball to Schick or you know, is He's got a lot of talent, or in Kunku, you know, he'll bring in Kunku into the game and things like that. So uh, they have got a good player in terms of ability, but in terms of mentality, I'll, I'll, I'll worry a little bit. Yeah, nothing to add to that. Mm. Um, Flo, it's um, it's been great having you on the Bundesliga show. Um, next season, we'll be we'll be um, we'll be hammering the Bundesliga as uh, as we have been in the latter end. We're actually weren't going to be starting the Bundesliga show until next season, um, but everything that's happened with with COVID and whatever, and we saw the Bundesliga come back first, so we were like, right, okay, let's um, let's put it as a as a little bit of a uh, as a pilot, see how we get along with it. And I think it's gone quite well. You know, we've uh, we've uh, we've been in contact with a few people over in Germany, like yourself, and you've been able to to let people know who we are. You can see all our social media links coming on the bottom of the screen. There, it's at Talk Football on everything: uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, as well as uh, the hashtag TUFT. You'll be able to find our stuff um, later on today, eight uh, thirty. UK time, so that's 9.30 for you, Flo. Uh, myself and Alex will be back on the air and we'll be talking about everything that's happened in the FA Cup. Hopefully, my boys will be able to beat Sheffield United. I can't see it happening, if I'm honest, because I am just an honest fan. But, uh, you know, I can hope that something good will come off it. But until next time, thank you and goodbye.